Claro, no más. This is the Deering Acting Studio Podcast and Mornings with Matt, where we discuss the connection between life and acting. What a track to wake up to in the morning. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Mornings with Matt, the Deering Acting Studio Morning Podcast. Pretty stoked for today, Joey. Yeah, I hear we got a, a little trip down memory lane. Well, let's just put it this way. You're not the only Joe on the show today. Dang. That, it, I mean, those, those are big shoes to fill. <laughs> uh, well, Joes, are, Joes are typically pretty cool guys. You know what? In my experience, Joes have become some of my best friends in the entire world. Wow. Yeah. Wow. And, and as, as good looking as you are, Joey, I would like to introduce our guest today. Uh, one of the best-looking human beings on the planet, Mr. Joe Lux. I still have the hey music guys. going for some reason. There we go. Yay! How many sound effects can I play? Hello, Joe. How are you? Joe's. So Joe Lux is a very good friend of mine from college, and he's also um, a financial planner extraordinaire. So I've, I believe Joe's in this place right now where he's like, because I'm a financial planner, I'm not sure I'm allowed to laugh. Like, I'm not sure if that's, <laughs> are you trying to stay quiet for the kids? What's going on? Are we, are we too early here? No, 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 we're good. We're good. We're ready to rock. No, he's on, he's on like beach vacay vibes over there. No, see, I think what's happened is Joe, Joe's already made a lot of money this morning. He's just been over there just like, making money and so he's like i i'm busy making money man what am i gonna do <laughs> joe people, joe what's course. up dude how how was uh how's life for you life has been pretty good it's been a pretty crazy year for our business so between that and personal and family and kids and pandemics and all <laughs> that it's just kind of crazy yeah and i know i know that you are in the middle of of finances with people and and you're a um you're a wealth manager so you're somebody who really takes people under your wing and they trust you and they, 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 uh, you know, so, so all the feels that all the people are feeling, I'm sure they bring your way right now because you've got their, you've got their finances. So that's a lot of, uh, a lot of additional pressure. I'm sure. Imagine that people have a little bit of emotion about money. Huh? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, uh, so yeah. Wow. What a, what an interesting time. So I wanted to bring Joe on actually onto the show specifically because of his financial, um, prowess. And I know a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs, or at least you should be considering yourself to be an entrepreneur because if you are an actor, if you're an artist of any kind, you are an entrepreneur. It means you run your own business. And so you need to figure out what to do with money um, when you're successful. But I would say ideally the best thing to do would be to figure out what to do with your money before you have money actually and start the right habits in place. Would you agree with that, Joe? Absolutely. I think having that end in mind, whether it be for an investment goal, savings goal, or just how you run your own practice. And, and, and then I say practice, meaning even as an actor, it's a practice, it's a business. Yeah. So, yeah, we can kind of dig into that a little bit. You know, one of my favorite things, and, and we, we sat down as a family with Joe, and, and one of my favorite things that you said to us was, it was, it was something like, it was, it was this shocking statement. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to miss it here a little bit. But the idea was, um, essentially, our goals were our goals. 
right? It was like, you know, if, if you want to, if you want to buy the thing or you want to do this or that, like, I'm not saying not to actually, as your wealth advisor, I'm telling you, you actually should do those things that you want to do. I just want to set you up in such a way to protect you and also get you to those goals. Is that right? Absolutely. I, I think that, you know, so much of the old saying of the keeping up with the Joneses happens all the time. I've got physicians that make a lot of money and they're so worried about what's going on next to their, their buddy in the surgery room. And then I've got people that are not making a lot of money that actually are the best savers on the planet. So I think that it's got nothing to do with how much you make. I think that your goals are your goals. And I think having those in mind, then you're not trying to keep up with other people. And that's a, that's a huge thing that I'm constantly battling with of, this image that people try to portray with money and it's just it's sad to see yeah so i know you've had a lot of success in this in this arena and i'm very proud of you by the way as my buddy um but uh but joe's been very successful because he's helped a lot of people with their goals and with their with their finances so do me a favor joe if if, let's say we're going to sit down with somebody new um what what does that conversation look like when you ask them about them because i i felt like that was the main thing that that i felt um really connected to you was when you even though you knew me you sat me down with my wife and you and you helped us evaluate our situation our family and and really asked us some of the like deeper questions that I think maybe we hadn't asked ourselves yet so what does that process look like when when you sit down with somebody Thank you, Brian, for or is that <laughs> I was really, really trying to keep I, like I don't have a way to mute my microphone over here. <laughs> just go like this, just hold it up and be like, I'm about to open my mic. Okay. Actually, bubble water. Okay, good. All right. So uh yeah, so what does that process look like? Let's say you're gonna sit down with somebody like uh, I don't know, Joey, who's uh who's another uh, another Joe. A really good-looking kid, obviously. Same, you can we see bo- him. We both have short hair. And I don't I mean, know, Joe, cool. this is going to blow your mind. Joey Sweeney is single. He's single. Oh can you gosh. believe this? I mean, this is a segment is they, so crazy. This is a segment they do on the show. Every I, I, I actually, it blows my mind that Joey is single. He's, he's one of the best-looking people on the planet, <laughs> other than you, Joe, who's taken. So it's like, this Joe's taken, this Joe's available. And I mean, the dimples coming out of this kid are just unbelievable. So, so let's set this kid up here for some, some wealth management and, and the idea being like, you know, cause, cause obviously the girls are going to be lining up. So, so (laughs) obviously, yeah. So, so when they do, we just need to protect Joey from, from all, all those women that are just, just knocking down the door. Uh, but for real, no, I'm just, I'm kind of kidding there. But, but when you, when you sit down (laughs) with somebody, what would you... You know, what, what, what are some of those like deep questions you want to ask to help us get to, to laying down a foundation of good habits? Well, you know, I think that like, like we started off with everybody's kind of in their own spot. And so usually what I'm trying to figure out is what are they trying to accomplish? You know, what is their end in mind? Is it retirement? Because quite frankly, anybody can retire today. It just may be for 12 seconds. You know, I don't know. And it kind of depends on what they're trying to accomplish, whether it be for family goals, personal goals, or whatever the like. So I think that starting with where are you trying to get to is every part of the conversation. And then from there, you kind of back into it. It's kind of what have you done up to now? And what are the pitfalls? What are the good things you've done? Pros, cons, and just kind of get a foundation of where their understanding is and what they know about. So a lot of what I do is education. You know, I, I think our industry, unfortunately, is fraught with a lot of 
salespeople, if you will. And mm-hmm. I, I think that that's the problem is that if they come in with, if whether it's an advisor or a salesperson, they're coming in with their, their mindset, then that's not going to help. Whereas if you come in with what, like you said, what's going on for Joey or what's going on for Matt and Leanne or what's going on for Brian, it, it really depends on them and it's their own goal and that's all that matters. I remember I had a couple that came in one time and they don't have kids. And so this is obviously a pre COVID story because they (laughs) were people that like to go on cruises a lot and that was their thing. And so when it came to what are your goals and they said, well, we like to go on cruises and they came in for the part of the, the meeting where it was a recommendations and they were just, I could tell that one of the individuals was very anxious and I was like, let's just pause what's going on. And he goes, well, I'm just afraid you're going to tell us we can't go on cruises anymore. And I said, no, that was what you told me was your goal. I put that right into the plan. And it's just like, you know, if, if that's what you want, that's your thing. And so we got to back into those goals. And I think that that's what's the most pressing. And let me tell you how good Joe Locks is here over at Silverhawk. So he took that, that idea and he said, here's the thing. Here's what I want you to do. Save your money because there's probably a pandemic coming very soon. And then you can buy cruises on the cheap and go on cruises for the rest of your life for basically 25% off. <laughs> yep, yep. Brilliant, Joe. Brilliant. I, I, see, when you work with a financial advisor. Those guys own six cruise lines now, just so everybody knows. <laughs> Very good. Okay, so Joey, uh, or Joey, Joe, um, I know it's tough. It's Joseph, Joe, Joey. You you go by all of them. So does yeah, this one. So he's gonna have to be today. He's gonna have to be Joey. You're gonna have to be Joe. All right. Okay. So so Joe, um, I I did want to just rewind here a bit and go back down memory lane because you and I I believe had for me one of my most epic fails, but also something <laughs> I'm the most proud of. You know exactly what I'm talking can about. I, can I say it? Can oh I say sure. Go ahead, Bray. Oh, uh, uh, sorry. Uh, I was gonna put you on. Camera. Okay, okay. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah. Here we go. Come on, We're just, I'm super psyched about. Do this. it, baby. Do it. Okay, Here you right? go. Go. Do I have permission? Go. Yeah, go. Ice cream boys. <laughs> and we had to say it that way because we decided to do ice cream boys with a Z. With a Z. <laughs> So yeah, that I was uh, the Z came from. I don't either. <laughs> I don't either. It was a little bit of Tupac, I think. Um, all I know is I just wanted ice cream all the time, and you would drive up in that in the ice cream van, and I was uh-huh. like, "Yes, this is like Matt, epic." Matt drove an ice cream van. Yes, they you don't did. even know this story. He okay, know. Uh, yes, they did. Oh, oh we can't uh, see I your can't, phone on I, that. I can't see it. Dang. There's the shirt. He's got the shirt. <laughs> ice cream boys. Oh, oh my gosh, I remember those. And I have one that says ice cream boys. Matt, or I had one before Leanne purged it <laughs> out of my house. Um, yep. I remember the shirt, and you told me a little bit, but uh, I was sad when, still when I came. I was like, "Babe, where's my where's my so shirt? Good. Where's where's my ice cream boy shirt?" She's like, "I threw that thing oh. away." <laughs> oh. Babe, oh. should have been a that should have been a non negotiable not to throw out. I thought it was I, mean, I thought on. it was known because I wore it all the time. Actually, that's probably my, that's my problem. Yours is still in mint condition. I I started using mine <laughs> no, to like no 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 no. To be clear, I have like five. So okay. I've got one that's got no sleeves. It's for like painting. And then I've got one that's like for yard work and got stuff. It. And then, you know, so they all have their purpose. <laughs> and they're, and they're, and, and they hung up alphabetically ordered too, probably in your closet. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we start this business. Okay. Joe and I, we have this idea. And so here's this, here's the entrepreneurship. We're in college. 
Mm-hmm. We got this great idea. We're like, okay, what do college kids need? Snacks. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna start up this business, ice cream boys. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna sell ice cream and other goodies that we all like from our childhood to the college kids. Brilliant idea. Truthfully, Joe, if we if we knew what we know now and we actually went backwards and tried to start that, we would probably be the next Ben and Jerry, actually. Because um, it's not a terrible idea. Uh, I'd, say, I'd say we'd be more like one of the food trucks that's on TV now because there weren't food, food trucks back then. That was kind of the thing. Right. Yeah, right. Exactly. But but we're also like, you have to you have to imagine, you and I were going to expand. I mean, we were going to go global. We were going to find it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, oh, our product man. is going to be at every store. You guys you know, were going worldwide. on Shark Tank. 100%. That was happening. That 100%. was happening. Oh, yeah, Shark Tank didn't, didn't exist. <laughs> if it did, we would be like, dun, 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 and the, the sharks would be like, so it, it's just an ice cream truck, right? <laughs> and we're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, right now. So what do you want the $100 million for? Uh, so we can feed our friends. <laughs> <laughs> and then Kevin, Kevin would be like, all right, let me tell you a story. <laughs> I'm you, out. You're going to take this business behind the barn and you're going to shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty, mu- pretty much what happened. <laughs> the, w- the one thing I know for sure, though, is that Joe would have known the numbers because I, I think I would have shown up and they'd been like, well, what are, you know, what's this business worth and what's all that? And Joe, off the top of his head, would have known the number. I would have been like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it makes people happy. <laughs> so here's the problem, right? So so Joey or Brian or whoever, right, we're, we're in college and whatnot, and we don't have a lot of money usually. Mm-hmm. So what happened is we started selling to our own friends, but it turns out our friends didn't have a whole lot of money all the time. <laughs> so we would just give it to them. And yeah. So it turned out we had like a real negative business. Like we're, we would buy stuff and then give it away, which is nice charity, I guess, for college kids. But it, uh, it didn't turn into a great I, business. I don't think we capitalized on the charitable deduction there. I, I yeah. think that uh, we more cannibalized the business. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. That was great. We cannibalized it. I get what he did there. We ate it up. I'll tell you, I was very happy that you allowed uh, people to do that because I was one of those people. You got cannibalizing. What, what was your favorite? Cream. What was your favorite thing out of the Bri- ice cream truck? Wait, Brian? wait, 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 wait. Time out. Time out. Does Brian's snack addiction go all the way back to ice cream boys? Oh, it probably goes uh, down to childhood. Is yeah, that it goes, what it goes way beyond it? ice cream boys? Way, way beyond yeah. ice cream boys. Yeah. But maybe uh, we did. Maybe we did start uh, like you off on the really bad, bad. I think. Path. Well, I can tell you that it's a safe no because I'm not a huge ice cream guy oh, okay. so so what I, was your favorite whoa, whoa. we had lots of treats on there thank you joe thank you cream. it's true but shelves and big nerds <laughs> and, and i i apologize i didn't mean to devalue your business uh <laughs> i know it is still a back uh dream here that might just pop like literally up. joe and i went down to wherever the ice cream truck warehouse place is and we would pick out what we wanted and we would go and we would get it and we would stock our truck and we would have inventory and then we would blow our inventory. So I don't I don't even think I don't even think we got to this point in the story, but how how did you manage to get your hand on an ice cream truck? That's a really good Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay. It, it it didn't start as an ice cream truck. Can I tell this part? Please, please, Joe. Go <laughs> so your memory's better we, than mine. You've probably got more details. 
we didn't really have any money. And so we started looking, well, what can you do? And so we found this white beat up van <laughs> way out in like East Mesa. And we drove out there. We barely had enough gas to get there, let alone get it back. And so we get out there and the thing's just falling apart. The sides are coming off on the inside. It's, it's just nasty. And we're like, we'll take it. That's our baby. That's, she's <laughs> oh the one. God. She's the one. We want her. Yeah, absolutely. And then, and then Matt's mom, I think it was, we were, we were asking people about what color should we paint it? And I remember your mom had, had done some research that yellow <laughs> and blue had this attraction when it's food. And so we're like, all right, I guess we can paint it yellow and right. blue. There's our colors. So we did. <laughs> We don't care how bad it looks. Uh, <laughs> well, I'll tell you, you couldn't miss it. That was the thing. Well, so you true. heard it coming. You're like, okay, there's that well, ice cream and, and here's the thing. My mom, she was she was allowed to have an opinion because she had she had stake in our company. I don't know if you remember, but my my parents gave us a little loan. It was probably like two grand or something like that to help us with the van and the renovation of the van. Mm. And the paint, and by the way, the two grand covered all of that. Okay, so, the, so, that's, so that's how cheap the van was. So just, just curious here, like, like they were pretty proud of that investment, I bet, by the end, especially now. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Here's, the Here's the thing: no matter whether it went negative, positive, like to see your son and his his best friend at the time doing that, like that's that's pretty sick. They probably were very proud. They just yeah. kept that pride to themselves. Yeah, and didn't share. It. <laughs> <laughs> the, the only thing they really told me about was their the the lack of return on their investment. <laughs> <laughs> the ROI was a little lack. Was it, it was it was about as negative as our uh, as our inventory was. <laughs> Yep, yep. But uh, no, but it was, yeah, it it was a good time. I think it taught a lot about. It's funny because it taught a lot about entrepreneurship, and it it really gave us kind of a foundation of all the things that you don't think about. Like, now, granted, we had to do different things there because of liability, and we had to go down to the. Do you remember going down to the city of Phoenix? And here we are, two college kids, and we're like, we want to get a license to have this van to yeah. sell stuff out of. And they wanted to know everything. And we're like, we just wanted to sell stuff to yeah. college kids. And, and we had to get licenses and insurance and all this stuff that you just don't think about. And and so it, it did teach a lot about early business. And I, I, I'm thankful for it. Of course, the ROI was not there. You're, you're absolutely correct. Uh, but, but, but if you think about the ROI on our uh, knowledge base, actually, we, we, we made out on the deal. Because for a couple thousand dollar investment from my parents and you and I putting in the blood, sweat, and tears that we did, I mean, we drove the neighborhoods and we, and we tried to sell the kids. We tried to build relationships. You know, we... Uh, we, we did learn about inventory and we learned what worked and what didn't work. We learned how hard it is to be partners, um, how tough it is to, to commit to even going out and doing the work every day when you don't have to. Mm -hmm. You know, no, one, no one's telling you you have to go today. And so that's really hard. Um, even shutting down the business was really hard and kind of going through those numbers and making that decision was tough. Um, and, and, and coming up with the, you know, I love what Joe said there because I, I, forgot that that's something I say all the time now but we were already doing it back then he said what can we do mm. we had this idea we didn't have anything and we said what can't well what can we do so we end up selling my parents on the idea we sell his parents on the idea we sell ourselves on the idea we sell our friends on the idea and we made something out of nothing 
you know? Mm -hmm. And so in that, in that case, yeah, I'm like super proud of those days, super proud of the t-shirt. It's really sad. My wife threw mine away. I wish I had five of them. I don't know how <laughs> five. <laughs> I think I had five. I probably lost all mine in college. That's, that's who I was in college. Speaking of me in college. So we, we joke that my, my wife is the beneficiary of Joe Locks's hard work because Joe, if you look at him, you'd never know this. He is like one of the most neat people you ever know. So, so honestly, like I'm, I'm, I may, and not even this is not a sales pitch, but it kind of is. I would not want my money to be with anybody but Joe because he knows how to line things up. I mean, he, he's, if you walk into his house, like it's going to be so organized, it's going to drive you crazy if you live with him in college. And so, um, so he, but, but for real, like he was, he was extreme that, minimalist foreshadowing <laughs> yeah extreme minimalist um here and and i was just like college wanting to just be a slob like just didn't care about anything and so little things like i would leave the fork in the sink and joe'd be like matt we need to have a talk <laughs> it's a and of course it was way worse than the fork but the but the fork like anything would would set us off and him and i were and what's awesome though is we came to this happy marriage because we lived together several different places we kept moving together despite our differences we loved each other beyond that and um and it was really cool because he taught me a lot i probably taught him a bit about relaxing and and being a little more chill than he was <laughs> you know and we got to this place but now you guys are now the beneficiaries also of the other side of that because they're hearing from me guys what are we you can't leave a fork in the sink like what is going on like this place is not your dorm room heard it multiple <laughs> times multiple times so thanks thanks a lot Bill. thank you very much thank you you bet it was it was a lot to turn that uh, piece of rock into a stone and <laughs> nice, a, a nice piece of statue there yeah for sure for sure so uh so joe it do you have let's say um what what would be if if I were to if I were to say okay I'm listening to the show I'm I'm interested I like what you got to say um, what what are some takeaways I could take away today if I'm just uh, Joe on the street average Joe not average Joe. I hate I hate the term average Joe I think Why? that's it I don't know because you're not average what? there's no Joe I know that's Joe. average that makes okay sense. okay that's fair and I appreciate the respect you're putting on the name but like like I think of like average Joes the gym from the movie dodgeball and they're not average okay all right you know? all right all you right know? they 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 freaking took down a whole hey don't you camp. dare don't you dare defend yeah. joey's name ever again my bad <laughs> don't you dare ever ever defend his name okay here's or the thing it, it would be like like i just just i just found out recently and i'm sure you guys all knew this way before i did i just don't follow stuff on news or social media that the word that the name karen was a bad thing Oh yeah, yeah like, like you don't want to be a, to be a Karen right now. Yeah, and I'm like, that, really does. so that's a real bummer. Like, there's a lot of Karens <laughs> out there that are bummer. probably really nice people, and it just stinks for those people. Like, oh well, you, you're you're a Karen. I've literally seen it happen. Someone's like, hey, my name's Karen. It's like, oh man. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so so if you're an average Joe, then and not like an extraordinary Joe, like the ones that I know. Um, <laughs> No, but if if you're listening and you're going, okay, I would love to have some tips, like some takeaways that I can that I can do even before I would call a professional like yourself over at Silverhawk. What would uh, what would those that advice be, Joe? Sure. So I, I kind of thought through this, and I think that it it doesn't. And so these tips that I'm going to give, it doesn't matter if. Wait, you've got, got a list? Do you have a list of tips? 
Imagine that. How many? How, <laughs> are they are they in Imagine. order for a particular reason? Of course. Yeah. Are they printed, highlighted, <laughs> bold? This is a. I knew it! 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 All right. So, uh, so how many are there, Joe? All right, we we can go with uh, five or ten. I've got ten if we want. Let's do ten, Easy. ladies and gentlemen. The top ten financial advice tips from Joe Locks over at Silverhawk. Number one. All right. Or number ten. Number the, the, one. The, the number ten tip. Let's go backwards. So the number okay, one is going to be the, the the most important tip is going to be number one. Let's go from number 10. So it's like, all right, this is kind of a cool thing. Fine. But then when we get to the number one, it's like, you better be doing this. Like the number one, trust me, if you do this, your life will be good. I don't know if I have them in that good. Of <laughs> he's like, he's like, I just put 10 down. <laughs> this is called improv, Joe. We're going to, we're going to pretend like uh, all right, all right. you're an improviser. Okay, here we go. This is the top 10 financial tips from Joe Locks over at Silverhawk Financial. You can find him at Silver. Is it silverhawk.com? Is that right? W. It, it's silver. It's silverhawkfinancial.com. I knew it. Also. I knew it, and I second guessed myself. You should really just yeah. hit the shameless plug button. It is. It is www.silverhawkfinancial.com. That's www.silverhawkfinancial.com. And you can find ten tips right here on this show. Here we go. All right. So I'd say first off, number ten. Surround yourself <laughs> with the right people. Surround yourself and with the right people. Know. Number 10. Woo! All right. Talk about that one a little bit, Joe. So this can be people that are mentors or like you guys, you're, you're, you're training. You're, you're teaching people to be the next best at what they are. It's the same thing in anything. So with, with finances, I think you surround yourself with whatever success looks like to you. And I say it that way because everybody's vision of that is different. Boom. Good one. Okay. Very That's good. good. Shoot. Okay. Number nine, we'll say. Number nine. Is what we already said earlier, but it's it's start with the goal in mind. Okay. Oh, okay. Smart. So what are you trying to do? I think that money is a means. I don't think it's the reason to do things. So your family occupation, recreation, those are the those are the what? The, the those are the why. And money is just a how. Hmm. Love it. Okay. Uh, I've got one for couples. So I don't know if you'd put that somewhere in the list or for, you know, if people are already married. But I think this is a good one for couples. And it is to have the discussion and have almost like a allowance, if you will, because what one spouse might think is something they should spend money on the other might not and that can cause a lot of fights so to have almost like your own here's my spending budget or here's my money that we can put on the side that's super important so um so so that's like you know and potentially that conversation kind of kind of goes for whoever your like whatever your relationship is right now that it that is your that is your thing right wouldn't you say so let's say let's say for per, perhaps um, like Joey and, and Brian's uh, dad is not married right now, so like they could have a conversation the three of them. Then Joey and Brian maybe are are the tightest relationship in their own life. They could have the conversation right now, just knowing, hey, just so you know, here's where my money's at. Here's what here's where things are going. Here's what I'm doing in my life. Here's what I'm doing in my life, and we can get on the same page. And then of course, if you are 
legally bound to another human being than really knowing and and having everything above board so that so that you we because you you can't um would you would you agree that you can't uh you can't expect somebody to live up to an expectation that you never told them about, right? So if I have these hidden dreams and wishes and goals that I never shared with you, then all of a sudden it's like you, you're disappointing me, but it's really not your fault because I never even told you how, to, how, to, how you could possibly make me happy. It's basically the expectation of you putting the fork in the dishwasher. We never <laughs> talked about it. <laughs> that's true. That's true. It was never going to happen. I, I... And therefore, that's, that's why that, that discourse started. You that's know? right. That's why we fought. But you know what? Somebody, somebody got Matt to blush on this show. You this know what? I bet. Cool. I, yeah. I, I love this. Yeah, Matt. Matt I'm, not the, I'm not the only one blushing on this show. It's great. <laughs> Okay, so th so so number All eight right. is is have a, have the uh, let's just say have the hard conversation. I think that was number where, seven. Or no, that's number seven. Oh, it's number seven. Okay, yeah. so we so I have number ten is is surround yourself with with uh, with good people. Number nine is no, with the end in mind goals. What was number eight then? Uh, have the dis uh, we could distill it down to have the conversation about expectations. Have the have the conversation about expectations. Okay. Uh, great. Okay. So then, then number seven is the start with the goal, the end in mind, start with the end in mind. Okay. All right. Number six. All right. We'll say number six is I get a lot of questions about like college funding and should we put away for the kids and things like that. And I'd say that, uh, you put your parent you put the parents first and i'm not saying let's go into debt on things but it's the whole comment on you put your mask on first on an airplane if you don't take care of yourself you can't take care of someone else yeah and so it's just keeping that in mind so put your own mask on first would be the tip sure mm. sure i like that so and and here's the here's the idea there and i i it took me a second to wrap my brain around this too and joe and I, i'm not sure you might have been the one that helped me with it but this this concept it, it can be hard when you're a parent to, or, or when you're just thinking about other people in general and you're like oh i want to save for this person well imagine you've got this little savings account for somebody and then emergency strikes and what what's going to happen you're either going to spend that money anyway or um you're going to really like be punished in such a way that you might even like weirdly feel negative about the person you're saving money for i mean that could possibly happen we could even get to a place where let's say we save nothing but we but we were financially secure then when time comes and we're going to school yeah do we wish we had a, a college account of course but at least we're financially stable that we can help support and we can do different things and now you're an adult your life is your life and and as a parent i want to help support you but i didn't sacrifice my own like goals and end in mind because I was I was too focused on you and I didn't I didn't focus on my own fundamentals first. So I think that's really really wise advice. Thanks. Well, you're welcome. All right, number <laughs> six. We will say is check your credit scores. I mean, ah. That doesn't cost anything, but people will find. I've I think I heard a stat that was like eighty percent of credit reports have issues or errors. So I went on just recently. I do it once a year because it doesn't cost you anything and it doesn't affect you negatively. And I found out that a different roommate of ours, I'm somehow got his family's address on my credit report. I'm like, I've never lived in California. How, how would I have that? And so 
credit reports, make sure someone that isn't on there or an old debt or something that's not there. So credit scores are important. And if you're married, check your wife's credit score as well, perhaps, yes. or, your, or your husband. And, and your kids, actually, and kids, because there's a lot of fraud out there that people steal kids' uh, social security numbers because you won't really notice it till they're 18. Wow. And so they can have a lot of issues that they get to without even ever knowing it. So I, I did a refinance here when, when the rates dropped down through the, through the floor. And so we, we went through that process and to refinance or to buy a house and whatnot, to get, to get a loan of, of the magnitude it takes to buy a house, it's a little different than sitting down with your mom for an ice cream truck. There are some different checks and balances that, that go into place. And so they dig into everything. They ask every question. They check every bank account. They check it again. They check it again. They check it again. So anyway, so one of the things obviously they do is they, they pull your credit score. Well, my credit score, thanks to Joe Locks and, and living with him and just kind of knowing a little bit about financial <laughs> um, ideas, and, and he kind of helped me really early on with, with different habits. But my, my credit score is really, really good. Um, so I'm, I'm in like the mid eights to high eights almost all the time. And, uh, and Leanne was a different story when, when, when we got married, <laughs> she, her credit score was, was not that way. And so we've built it up. And so now she has a pretty decent score. So together we're actually pretty good. Well, they went to run the score and, um, and then, and then our, our loan officer was like, well, we're going to have to run this on the, under just your income and not your wife's because you know, her credit, I was like, uh, what? But that's because I didn't know, because I didn't check. I wasn't on checking the credit score. It turns out that there was a medical bill from something. It was like a, a pediatrician's office or something like that. It was literally like $15, 15 bucks. And for, <laughs> for whatever reason, it got lost in the mail. We didn't see it. So my wife hadn't paid this thing. She's attached to our insurance as the first primary. So they went after her credit for 15 bucks. And it dinged her score and it brought her down like 150 points to the point where she couldn't be on the the loan. So that's we had cold. to get that cleaned up. We did. And she's on there now and it worked itself out. But that's how important this stuff is. Like a little tiny thing like that. Or like Joe said, like he had somebody he, like, how, how are they even attached to me? Like, you don't know how these things happen, but but you'll you, you empower yourself if you are willing to just go on there once a year and do sort of like a maintenance where you where you check your credit. So very good advice, Joe. All right, number next. <laughs> number next. <laughs> number next. <laughs> I, I, I gave up. I gave up because I think I was right about the seventh thing earlier or the eighth thing, and then we got we got mixed up. So I'm like, all right, all right. I'm yeah. keeping track now. It's okay. I okay. got us back on track. Okay. Here we go. All right. So number number five. All right. So this isn't a fun one but it's a necessary one is pay attention to risk management. So mm. this would be your auto insurance, your home insurance, making sure you have an umbrella policy and the right life insurance and disability insurance, just all the things to protect what you've already worked so hard for. Yeah. And to protect your family on the what ifs, it doesn't work out. And so I think that risk management, it's like I said, it's not, nobody likes to write an insurance premium check. Nobody does or an, an EFT these days, you know, but it's necessary. So I'm sorry. What's an EFT? <laughs> he, just, yeah, like, he just throws it around. Like everybody knows what EFT, my, like, yeah, what yeah, EFT, yeah, you know? <laughs> I think it's an ex, ex electronic funds transfer or you pay for things electronically. Oh, I see. Oh, I get you. I get you. I, <laughs> I thought it was new, some kind of new insurance plan. I'm like, uh, what, am like I not, what, 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 what am I not signing up for? Let's have a talk. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I can tell you that that for me personally, this is for sure my worst favorite subject. And you guys, I don't think have even dealt with this yet, mm. um, which you probably should at some point. But but the idea of of like the problem is is that someone sits you down. It's kind of like right before you go skydiving, which did you and I went. Th- we did that together, didn't we, Joe? We're so baller. We sure We're so baller, bro. Like for dying real. to do that. We gotta do that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. Joey's not gonna do it, ever. but we're gonna do it, dude. No. You should. Hey, here's the thing. We're gonna go. And I'm gonna and I'm gonna watch you while you like a bunch of like a bunch of sun devils. We're gonna go out there. We're gonna skydive. We're gonna hold up you know Jaden Daniels' picture on the way down. Yeah, so sounds great for you and Brian. I'll be sitting. Joey's not gonna go. I'm trying to watching. I bought this. Okay, so uh, so but but it's like that, right? So so there's certain activities you do. Um, skydiving's one of them, but there's a bunch of them where even even like going rock climbing at a rock climbing gym. Basically, you sit down, they hand you a contract, and they highlight the part that's like, I there's a there's a there's a chance you're if gonna I die. die here, yeah. it's not our fault. And they yeah. don't even word it nicely. They're like, when you die, <laughs> yeah, right. No, I've you, I've read plenty of those. Yeah. yeah. And and you're like, I'm gonna sign that it's not your fault, but <laughs> if the parachute doesn't open, isn't it your fault? Nope, not my fault. You just sign it right there. And so uh so insurance can feel like that. Mm-hmm. Cause you're going like, okay. I'm putting away money for other people for when I'm gone, you know, when I die. And then I got to, I got to deal with like looking at when Leanne dies or looking at whatever. And it can be very scary and it can be something that just doesn't feel good. Uh, But the importance of it is I I think just peace of mind in general, you have this idea, you, you go through that sort of pain um, and it doesn't have to be that painful too. Like you can yeah. flip the script on it and turn it into a positive for yourself. So if you do that, that's even better. But let's say you could just go through that process. Once it's there and it's on auto, and and especially if you have somebody professional helping you manage it, then it's like okay, you make more, you put a little more over there. You make more, you put a little more over there. But but the idea being like, all right, that the the goal here is if we set it up right, we don't have to think about it anymore because we know we're we know we're set up. Is that right, Joe? Yeah, absolutely. This was a and great. It's kind of like. You know, the the short term pain for the long term benefit. So yeah, yeah. This was a great time to have a financial guy on because this is this is super helpful. Yeah, <laughs> I have to get car insurance like next week. Yeah. Hey, so, this, this stinks, great. man. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna need a raise, okay? <laughs> well, I'd like to really oh, quick throw off that is. on that last one because it is it is such a uh, such a tough one and can be challenging. But uh, uh, as the like almost dead guy over here, <laughs> like literally almost several died. times, yeah, several times. You don't um, have a camera on you. What, did it die? Yeah. Hey, there I am. Hey. Um. So it's super important. I've had to sign because this mo- last couple times I went through, and basically, with the coma, there were certain papers that weren't aligned, right? And I mean, it was 25, but it's like. There are things afterwards I learned about the understanding of if something happened, like who has power over your life? Yeah. And I know that sounds like crazy to even think about because I mean, I was 25. I mean, like you're not thinking about that stuff when you're when you're that age. But like you had this realization afterwards and and rearranged this stuff that I'm like, I want somebody to make the decision on who's pulling the plug (laughs) on my life. Yeah. And I know that's outside of finances here. No, that's a big deal. They're they're all kind of connected. That's so, that's one of the top one, and it's not on my list today. But that's a good point you bring up. Is like there's, if we segued to like what are a couple legal documents you should have without me being an attorney here? It's having a will, having a directive for healthcare, which is what you're saying, 
and having a power of attorney. I mean, not having those things. I've seen that just ruin families and ruin finances of people. So it is a financial discussion, even though it's a legal document. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's a big deal. Good it's a point. big deal. Uh, okay. Number four, Joe Locks from Silverhawk Financial, silverhawkfinancial.com. Number, number four. Okay. So I'm going to say the word budgets. budgets okay i hate budgets i am not the type of advisor and there if anybody out there listening is an advisor they may fight me on this one but i am not the type of advisor that says you know don't go buy starbucks because you spent three dollars on a cup of coffee now okay yes there's excess don't go do that three or four times a day but you know if that's something that's important to you you know that's not going to make or break whether you're okay so i would say more of when I say budgets, I mean more of track your money, mm. run your money like it's a business. And if you owned a, a pizza restaurant or an ice cream shop or an ice <laughs> cream hey. at the end of the day, you should see how much money is in the till, not wait till next quarter and see what your bills are. Yeah. You should pay attention daily. So when I say budgets, it's just making sure that you're watching where your money is going rather than wondering where it went. Yeah, I, I think I think a lot of people fall into this category, and 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 we used to. And as a matter of fact, I probably still do sometimes. Where where you you it's so easy to get lazy in this area, and you start feeling good. You have some money in the bank, and then you just you, you stop tracking on the daily. Yeah. And then the problem is, six months down the line happens. This is what it's been like for us. And my wife and I'll sit down and go, "Where'd all our money go? How <laughs> how how are we how are we negative? You know, right now." And then it's like, oh, we got to go back and realize that we stopped tracking. We forgot to keep doing the things fundamentally that, that set us up to feel safe. So because we forgot to do that, now all of a sudden we're back in the same uncomfortable place and that stinks, you know, that doesn't feel good. So, so yeah, I mean, it's like spend when you want to, spend whatever you want to spend on, but hopefully make sure you're not spending to put yourself in the red. Mm-hmm. Um, would, that, would that be accurate there, Joe? Yep, yep, pay attention to it. Cool. All right, number three. Number three, debt. Debt is a bad thing. Get rid of your debt. Now that said, do I have debt? Yes, I have a mortgage and debt is cheap right now, but only do it when you can afford it. Don't take yourself and over leverage. So, you know, I think that getting rid of credit cards, if you've got a credit card, get rid of it tomorrow. I mean, pay it off. Now I use credit cards, but I pay them 100% in full every month because I like the points. You know, I like like to get money back. But get rid of your debts and and pay attention to debts because interest rates can really hurt someone. Yeah, so. yeah, that's like that. It's like that sneaky one where you you show you feel healthy, you present yourself healthy, and you go and have a diagnosis with someone. You're like, wow, this is great. Okay, now what are your debts? And it's like, oh well. There's that that's gonna correct everything back in the other direction all of a sudden. You so. see what had happened was <laughs> <laughs> and, and speaking of fine print, you know, going back to that idea of fine print, these credit cards and debt collectors, they have this fine print that's that's really scary. Mm. So they get you they get you locked in at zero percent. They say, Oh, it's gonna be, you know, it's only one percent or this or that. But as soon as you miss a payment, it it jumps up to like twenty nine point nine percent, like something nuts. And then all of a sudden you're paying 29%, let's just say on $1,000, all of a sudden 
if, if you don't make payment or you make minimum payment and you keep stacking up that interest, now you're paying interest on your interest. And this is the problem people get into is eventually you can't even make the interest payment. Mm-hmm. So then you're stuck in this like like hole that is almost impossible to get out of. So well, and let's and let's remember that that's what they want. <laughs> yeah, that's the like they're gonna present it like a like a shiny thing in a sense. So especially I think to young people like Joey's age, especially in my age, like that's where you gotta be super careful. Like you're looking at at something and and it looks super shiny. It looks super oh really cool. Like I can just buy this and this and this and I'll just pay it off at this point and, and it's 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 scary stuff. Yo, so, the second yeah. that I learned about credit cards in business class, I was like, Nope, not getting one of those <laughs> 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 it's like I got my debit wow, card. See- Matt and I are old enough to still remember because you guys are a little younger when it comes to this one, but the <laughs> rules were a little different back in the day. So on college campuses or in the airport, they give you a really nice free t-shirt to sign up for their credit card. And then all of a sudden, college kids have credit cards that they're like, well, I got a bunch of t-shirts, you know, and they got no, <laughs> nothing to show for it other than a bunch of bills that they're never going to get out of. So. That's so messed up. <laughs> that is like... That's so messed up. Totally, totally. <laughs> you go and put a credit card in the in the hands of people that you know aren't gonna use them, right? That ain't cool. Yep. And that and and cool. and for a lot of kids, it either it either really ruined them when they came out of college and they they got they were starting behind the eight ball, so to speak, or or the these same people went after their parents, you know, mm. and the, and their yeah. parents would bail them out. Um, and 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 again, that's just an uncomfortable family conversation that ends up having to happen that could have been avoided mm-hmm. had you known Joe's list ahead of time. And now, but the, but now the, you know. The, just such the, a good list. What's the T-shirt? <laughs> the T-shirt. Okay. All right, Joe. We are we're getting up to number two here. Number, number two. two. Save early, save often. Mm. And so, what I mean here is, you should be investing from the moment you start making money. You know, this is one that I try to teach my six-year-old is out of the money that you make, you should save some. Mm -hmm. And if you can get in that habit, and I'd say a good rule of thumb is about 20%. If you can save 20% of your income, you're gonna be set. So, you know, this this goes into a bigger conversation about short-term, middle-term, long-term goals, but start early and start often just just get in a habit make it a bill that you're just going to continue to invest from the start whether you're 18 or 85. love it love it so so save early save often um and i think this goes back to the the habit thing Mm -hmm. if if you can right away do it and create this habit what happens is you just mentally you create a system ideally where it auto comes out of your check so so in your mind you never made that money in the first place true you know it's not yours it's 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 future your money mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not present your money and yeah. so you just say like this is this is one of my bills and in fact one of my most important bills and i'm gonna pay myself first before i'm gonna take out any other kind of uh bill where i'm now gonna have to owe for my apple watch or my whatever else thing i want I have to pay me first, then I'll pay Apple for their Apple Watch. Yeah, Matt made me do that for like a long time. It's finally <laughs> settling. You in. had to buy his Apple Watch. No, no, yeah, no. Yeah, he's got to buy all the he, Apple Watches. He pays yeah. interest on Matt's Apple Watch. <laughs> no, I did buy one of the Apple Watches in this room, and it's not on my wrist. Oh, <laughs> that's so nice, Joey. He no, uh, 
No, but Matt's, Matt Matt told me that a long time ago. He was like, "All right, so here's what you're gonna make on your paycheck, and uh, and and just so you know, you should take this much out, and uh, I'm gonna pretty much tell you you have to do it." <laughs> and I was like, "Oh, okay." okay. <laughs> but uh, but that's why I got a new car on the way. So yeah, Joey. Boom. Hey. Cool, cool, All right. cool. All right, and the number one financial yeah, piece of advice. Ooh, number one. Well, because of what you just said, it made me think of like a 1.2. <laughs> 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 right. Oh, this got an extra. Okay, hit it. Because we got to remember to pay taxes. Yeah. Okay, Ooh. so, and the reason I bring that up is there's so many people that are entrepreneurs or that are, you know, uh, independent contractors or you get paid on 1099s. And because you don't get paid on a W-2, somebody's not doing what you just said. That's what made me think of it is your taxes are not automatically being withheld. Right. So you could be an actor. You could be a real estate agent. You could be a financial advisor. It doesn't matter. But if, if whatever you are, if you're paid on the version of like a 1099, which is a sole proprietorship or a, a, a self-employed, you got to make sure you set aside the money for the taxes. So that that would be num- that would be like where you put your first dollar is Uncle right. Sam because he's right. your silent partner and you can't get rid of him. Exactly, so. and and it's it, it can be hard for people to wrap their mind around taxes, and I and I get that. I mean, it it can be tough, and especially with like this sliding scale and all the different things that come in. And I remember when I got my very first paycheck. I was so excited. My mom loves telling this story. I don't know why. <laughs> I, love I was it. like, she really should have taught me versus making fun of me. But <laughs> I, I get my first paycheck. It's from Barrow's Pizza. And I'm super pumped. I did the math. I knew exactly how much I was going to make. And I remember, and, and I came to my parents mad. Like, I storm in the room, and I'm like, who is FICA? <laughs> and that's how I learned about taxes. And, and my parents just laughed at me. They didn't really explain. But now that I've done my own kind of research and work on this stuff, you realize that I, I actually, not only do I need to pay my taxes, and should I pay my taxes, I need to wrap my mind around I want to pay my taxes. I want to. Because you get to a place where, like, where, where does it go, really? And yeah, are there, are there, is there, you know, in the government some kind of corruption here and there? Of course, like, of course, people are people. That is true. But also, so much good comes from, especially like this country is is so amazing, you know. And we've we've done so many transitions and whatnot. So you just think to yourself, if if I'm gonna go put the rest of my paycheck in the bank, if I if I'm gonna uh, before the auto thing from my phone happened if i'm gonna go drive down to the bank to put my deposit in who created the 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 road that gets me there Mm -hmm. these taxes did and without these taxes i don't get to get there and there's trash everywhere but the government takes care of that they take care of trimming the trees they take care of fixing the lights they take care of all the things you don't think about and even like someone like brian like my, my very best friend in the world here um falls sick falls ill and and he doesn't have the financial uh you know and who does have the financial wherewithal to to literally take care of yourself when it when the the process is a million dollars to save you Mm -hmm. and and who pays for that our taxes do yeah and so and so for that reason i go you know what i'm gonna pay i'm gonna pay happily with a smile on my face now i want to understand tax code so i don't overpay but at the same time like if i can if i can change my mindset on taxes I think that's a good thing. And so we, we pay that, yes, of course, obviously first. But but you can also think of it differently. You can choose to make this a positive thing and realize that there's there's so much good 
that does come from your taxes and so many things that you actually, all of us, get the privilege of using and having and doing um, because of our taxes and we don't even think about it. Like if there's a fire, it's just going to get taken care of. You mm-hmm. know, if there's an emergency and, and my kids need to call the police, they can just do that. And, and we've already sort of prepaid for it. You know, that's that's the idea. Thank you for uh, watching this this uh, segment, uh, Tax Facts with Matt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tax Facts. Tax Facts. Oh, I, I, I'm passionate about this, you know, because no, I, I, I think there's, there's so many things that get negative raps, you know, and, and I, I don't want to go down the path because it'll become controversial, but but there are different professions, different things that get a negative, uh, you know, attribute to them. And it's true, of course, there's negative people in every occupation. But if we focus on the good and we look for the good and we understand really the truth, um, that's, I think, where we have to focus our attention, and then more good will come. But if we, if we allow ourselves to be, I don't know, just sort of bogged down by the negativity of this world and what other people are saying or feeling, then all of a sudden like, it's going to become a really negative experience. So, I mean, even look at the pandemic. I mean, I mean, the way our country was able to react, as hard as this has been, it's amazing. It's amazing that we have set up an infrastructure that they were able to put a few dollars in everyone's pocket when we were hurting the most. I mean, I, I know for, for probably just about everybody out there who got any kind of a check at any, in any way, whether you're a business owner or you're, you're personal or you got, a, you got a month worth of free rent, whatever it was, it gave you that little sense of like, oh, thank, thank okay. you. It's going to be yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and like, wow, like we've, we've set ourselves up. We've set up an infrastructure to be able to do that. That's incredible to me. And by the way, just one last note here, because I know I'm on this like tirade, but understand people, your taxes are probably going to go up. Uh, it's okay. It's going to go up a little bit, probably a couple, like a little, a little, a little nudge. Why? Because we just paid everybody. We just took care of everybody during the pandemic. So don't be surprised by it. It's okay. Like when that happens, expect it to happen, plan for it to happen. And then know, like, remember all that good feeling that you had? Or remember those people that needed it the most and they got taken care of? Well, now we're going to pay for it because we are going to have to pay for it, of course. But when we do, we can do so gladly or we can do so in a way that's negative, in a way that's hurtful, in a way that makes people not feel good. All right. That's my that's my tirade on taxes, Joe. All right. All right. <laughs> so tax, tax corner with Matt. All right. Number one is invest in yourself. Boom. And I, I think that that's so important for anybody to invest in themselves for their craft and learn and continue to grow. And if you're worried about, should I take that extra class that the Deering studio is putting on? And this isn't the shameless plug for you guys, but if it's, can I, can I, should I take that class? It's going to cost me a little extra money. I'd say yes, because it's investing in you and your talent. It's the same thing. I just went through a conference and it's like, Oh my God, it was painful but it's helping me to be a better advisor. And it's nothing that's gonna show up on a resume or something that's gonna show up that my clients are gonna see. But if I can learn one little tip to help pass on to someone, it's all worth it. So I'd say number one, invest in yourself. Thank you, Joe. I so um, agree with you. And I, and I can say this is just goes across the board, right? So obviously taking classes with us is an investment in you, an investment in, in yourself, no matter what your occupation, even if you're a financial advisor, you would gain so much from <laughs> taking our program. I got to tell you, I would love to have Joe Locks in our program. As a matter of fact, I'm very excited to invite him into our improv class next month. Joe, congratulations, buddy. 
All right, what? Joe. Oh, yeah. man, you yeah. really threw him under Joe's going to be in the virtual acting class next month. He's going to love it. It's going to be a, a scholarship from me to you. You're going to have to take one class. I'm going to force you to do it. Um, <laughs> but beyond that, let's just, let's just say everybody, right, you want to invest in you, okay? Why do you want to do that thing? What's our why? Well, think about this. If, we, if, if you can go to life and death situation, okay, and, and I'm going to get my boy Brian, who's sick, and he needs, he needs like, absolute the best of the best care or he's going to die. I want the doctor who's been studying the latest technology, who's been training, who's been investing in themselves. I want that person. I'm going to hire that person and I'm going to pay top dollar for that person or the government. <laughs> but we're, we're, that person is the one that's going to get that I'm going to pick, right? So then we switch over here to acting and we go, okay, which actor do I want to hire? Do I want to hire the actor that was, that was kind of good a year ago? Or do I want to hire the actor that was kind of good a year ago and has been training every day, mm -hmm. every month, plugging away at their craft? I want that person that's got momentum. I want that person that's on the cutting edge of their craft. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna work with a financial advisor, I want someone who just did take the the, the painful workshop that was a full weekend long, who who dedicated their time and energy, even if they knew most of the stuff already, to get that one little gem. Because if they can make my situation better and they're trying to better themselves, that's the person I want running my finances. So this goes across the board. It really doesn't matter who you are or what your occupation is. I love this advice, Joe. And I'm, 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 I didn't know it was going to come as your number one thing for financial advice, but it's so true because you're going to make more money long term by investing in you. I, I look at this as like investing in a stock when the stock is low. You know, when you invest in you, you're investing in this like ground floor thing that's going to be exponential over time. You won't see it right away, but you look backwards and you're like, man, if I didn't start investing in me two years ago, where would I be right now? What would I be making? Like what position would I be in? And it's, it's like completely transformative for you to go, okay, I got to invest in me. Dude, what awesome, awesome advice, bro. Thank you. I think it's good for all of us. You're smarter than you look. You know that? <laughs> he's not just a pretty face guys i mean here's the thing joe locks has been he i don't know is it all joes that just look young because you because you still look 12 you know that. <laughs> i know i know, I know. <laughs> so it's like it's it's, it, it's none of this there's none of this right right none of this and also like you know the grays that i got coming in you're avoiding those somehow i don't know what's going on with you it's, you're aging backwards <laughs> it's got to be the bike riding probably <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Dude, this has been amazing. So much fun. I have had a blast talking to you about finances and taxes because I love taxes. Um, but no, it's just, just been a really, really good, informative episode. I really appreciate you. Appreciate you coming on the show. I love you, dude. You're one of my best friends in the whole world, always. We don't talk as much as we should, but but for real, I think about you all the time, and I love you, and, and especially with what you got going on this year, I want you to know you know, my heart is with you and your family, and, and we uh, we certainly care about you, and we, we really, really appreciate you taking the time to, to share your knowledge oh, with our you. audience base today. All right. Well, thanks for having me. It's been good. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you can find Joe Locks at Silverhawk Financial. That is www.silverhawkfinancial.com. Go check him out. If you need any, even just advice, like something for free, I'm going to send you to Joe because he's going to take care of you. <laughs> just go down there and he, he'll give you some advice, put you on the right path. If there's a program for you, great. If not, um, I, I know Joe, will he will definitely take care of you because that's the kind of guy that he is. So 
Uh, thank you so much for watching, everybody. This has been Mornings with Matt, the Deering Acting Studio Morning Podcast. Please do not forget to like, subscribe, and share this channel. Help us spread this light-driven content to the planet. Thanks, guys. Thanks for listening to Mornings with Matt. Please like, subscribe, and follow us at Deering Acting Studio to keep up with the latest content. For more information on classes, private lessons, or professional development coaching, visit www.deeringstudio.com. Have a Deering day, everyone.